Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today on CityCast Chicago. If that voice sounds familiar, it's because when sitting on a CTA bus or train, every few moments you hear it announcing the next stop, where to transfer, or what side the door is open on. No, it's not a robot. It's actor Lee Crooks, and it has been for 25 years. Lee tells us how he ended up on every bus and train in the city. It's Thursday, November 16th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago is talking about. Uh, Lee, we're happy to have you here on CityCast Chicago. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Each one of our intros ends with um, uh, the same tag every single day, which is uh, I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago is talking about. I'd love to just hear I'm Lee Crooks, and this is what Chicago is talking about. I'm Lee Crooks, and this is what Chicago's talking about. Jesus Christ, man. This isn't your first time hearing this, but you have a fantastic voice, Lee. <laughs> Thank you. So I got to ask, what do you think makes for an effective voice of transit? I mean, essentially, you are the voice of guidance across trains and buses in our city. What I try to do is make sure it's very articulate, it's pronounced clearly, doesn't have a particular, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be make it sound real happy or anything, I'm not, and I'm also trying not to be boring. I'm trying to dispense information in the most efficient way possible. And so, you know, the way I talk in my normal life isn't how I talk on the trains or, or the buses, because people would look at me funny. But uh, I, I'm trying to give them the information that they need to get to where they're going as efficiently as possible. I mean, obviously, there are so many different stops between trains, buses, so many names. What, what does your process look like? What we do is when we have a recording session for the trains or buses, it's all laid out, you know, on a spreadsheet sort of thing. And, you know, the other columns of the spreadsheet talk about where it's going to be used. Um, sometimes we record fragments and then you need to know what that fragment is in context. So maybe I'll say this is, well, what's Jesus the context? Christ, Jesus you, Christ. You know. When you jump into that voice, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's, I'm going to lie. It's both very impressive, but then there's a, like a level of anxiety. My body kicks into because typically if I'm hearing that voice, I'm crowded in between a bunch of people or waiting for a bus or train. that I thought was going to be here five minutes earlier. Sorry. I cut you off. Uh, you're okay. talking a little bit about your process. No, not at all. I think that's funny. The process actually is just show show up at the session and, and and the sessions now since the pandemic are all done here. Like I'm doing this with you right now. We've got uh it's a Zoom call mm -hmm. and we've got three or four producers on the line 
listening, making suggestions, both about inflection, about pronunciation, how we're going to, you know, again, the context that we're going to use it in. So those decisions are all made pretty much on the fly in the recording session. So I don't know, I don't do anything before that other than get my voice warmed up because uh, I'm 64 now. And as I'm getting older, it takes, it takes a little while to get the voice going in the morning. I sound a little bit uh, crackly <laughs> in the morning, but you know, it, it'll, it'll smooth out as I talk. So you mentioned warming up your voice and what that looks like for you. I mean, I got my own process. I do the podcast Monday through Friday, every single week. Right. Uh, so there's a few things I got to do, but what does that look like for you? For me, it, um, I have some singing tapes that I've accumulated over the years. I mean, and they're not tapes, they're CDs, but, uh, boy, I'm old school. The, uh, I've got three or four different things that I rotate through. I find myself singing the alphabet a lot in English and in Spanish. It's, it's one of the only things I remember from high school Spanish is the alphabet, but I find myself singing that a couple of times a day to, to kind of get warmed up. That works. Yeah. You can do, you can do mouth exercises too. Mm -hmm. And I, I have a few tongue twisters that I do. I have a, uh, a long time ago, I was working with a speech coach and she gave me, we, we created this list of disclaimers that I do all the time, which is, uh, some restrictions apply, no purchase necessary, void were prohibited, see retailer for details. And it goes on and on for about 20 seconds. And that gets the diction going. You talked about since the, the pandemic recording from the studio, and I know you're in Milwaukee. Do you come up to Chicago as often? No, and I miss that. Mm. Sin sincerely. We, I used to drive to Chicago or take the train down to Chicago, not the CTA, unfortunately. The train between Milwaukee and Chicago is Amtrak. I would take that three to five times a week and go to the different recording studios Technology, as we all know, has changed, and a lot of what we do now is virtual. So when you would come into the city in those moments, you were on a train or on a bus. How does it feel to listen to yourself? Are you used to it by now? You know, what does it feel like to hear your recording voice? After 25 years, I'm finally used to my voice. <laughs> but it has taken 25 years to get used to my voice. And, and it's more of, I'm just, I kind of tune it out, mm -hmm. but like anybody, I do, I listen to my voice and go, Ooh, no, that's not what I really. So I, I sort of me? divorce myself. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, and I divorce myself from what I'm doing and try to think like a producer and go, is this what I want this voice to do? and maybe do retakes. We do multiple takes of everything. It's not like I just go, this is Fullerton, I, you know, I, and do it once. We do it at least three times mm -hmm. and lots of different inflections in there. What would be your favorite stop to record? Like like the one that you, you, you just like the way it roll off the tongue. My favorite is uh, This Is Chicago because uh, just something about the way I hit that one. I didn't realize it until after I heard it. I was I was literally standing under the L tracks on my way to a recording session and a train pulled up and I heard the things go, this is Chicago. And I went, got it on that one. <laughs> so th that, that's sort of become my favorite. 
I mean, how did how did you hear about the CTA gig? Did you see it somewhere? Did it come through an, an agent? You know, how did how did you find yourself auditioning to be the 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 voice of Chicago Public Transit? It came through my agent. I had an agent. Uh, we had just gotten back from Disney World, and there was an email in my email box, and said, uh, "CTA is looking for a voice to replace the muffled conductor sounds." <laughs> Uh, the muffled conductor sounds on the CTA and would you like to audition? I'm like, of course. But then the question became, do we, what do we do for a voice for the CTA? I didn't know exactly what a train voice sounded like. So I went, well, we just got back from Disney world. They had a voice on the monorail. How about I do an imitation of that guy? Okay. Now, he was a little more, you know, hi, this is, you know, Disney monorail. And it was, you know, so, which would be, I thought, a little, a little too excited for the 6 p.m. rush hour exactly. at, at, at Jackson. Exactly. Or or the 6 a.m. people who are still trying to wake <laughs> up with their coffee. It's like, yeah, they'd be going, oh, I don't want to hear this guy. So I, I tried to do something between that and a... Uh, phone prompt sort of voice sent the audition off and didn't hear anything for six months jeez yeah after a couple of weeks i thought okay well i didn't get that one and then one day my agent called me and said well cta called and they want to hear some more but we think you got the gig mm. and i did and here i am so over these couple of decades, what does it look like to update? You, you talked about what it means technically from coming into Chicago a couple times a week to digital. But, but what does that process look like? My agent uh, negotiated a contract. And so they call me up, say we need to, we have you know 15 or 20 lines that we have to do. Mm -hmm. I'm always fascinated that some of the lines are things that I've already done. But maybe they decided they wanted a different inflection or there's a different context they're using something in. We had, let's see, I think it was in April, there was some fights breaking out on trains. And mm. so we did an update. COVID updates during that time? like Oh, absolutely. What, what did that sound like? I think there was something about masking, making mm -hmm. sure, you know, and, and please be considerate of uh, other people and distance yourself on the trains when they started, you know, redoing the trains. Yeah, I guess even as we're having this conversation, I'm sort of remembering, like, it's not just stop names, but it is that that helpful information. If your Ventra card is expiring, you know, here's where you go, those kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know which... L stop was Chicago's busiest in 2022. Wow. I, I can give you some options. Uh, please do. Give me a multiple choice. Clark and Lake, Blue Line O'Hare, or Red Line Lake Street. Hmm. I'm going to go with Red Line Lake Street. Red Line Lake Street is the right answer. 2.7 million rides uh, wow. in 2022. Holy cow. So you are 100% right on that one. Uh, all right. Wow. I got another one for you. At okay. which stations can you transfer among all the L lines minus yellow? And there are two. Because I did the announcements for this, mm -hmm. I should know this one. I think it's Lake. Lake, brown, purple, orange, green, pink at State and Lake with red at Lake. Uh, we transfer to Blue Line, Washington Station. And then the other... 
Jackson Harold Washington Library. The Jackson Tunnel connects Blue and Reds and the others on the elevated line. See, you know more about this stuff than I do, because, <laughs> and I've done all the announcements for it. Do you ever get recognized? I've had a couple recording sessions where I've been working on some uh, totally unrelated project, and the producer will go, your voice sounds really familiar. Where do I know you from? And, and I know what the answer is. This but morning's I, I, commute. I, yeah, I, I usually play with them a little bit, and I go, well, do you ever ride the trains? He goes, yeah, I ride the train every day. I said, what's your stop? Um, you know, Jackson and I'll go, this is Jackson. And every time you do it. (laughs) And I love the look on their face when they see it. So it's just fun for me. Have you ever been on the, the, the train with your family and friends and, and, and gotten their reaction from it? I've only, believe it or not, I've only done it with my youngest daughter. When she was little, she's like, hey, daddy, I want to, you know, ride the train and hear your voice. And so we got on a red line train and we, you know, went down and and back and, uh, you know, she really enjoyed that. My wife has never heard it. My other daughter has heard it, but not with me. Uh, Simultaneously, she was traveling, I believe, with her husband um, somewhere in Chicago, so. Now, I know this is, in many cases, it's a job, right? But you, you've you come into the city of Chicago, you you know, native of Milwaukee. Has this job been at all an opportunity to learn more about Chicago to, you know, or do you have some things you, you love about the city that, you know, maybe you didn't even know about before you started doing this? Absolutely. Chicago is such a wonderful city. There's so many things you can do. Excellent restaurants. The arts and entertainment is unparalleled. And so by simply coming down for all those years before the pandemic and now I record here, got to know the city a little more. Not as much as you might think, because a lot of times it was come down, do the recording sessions, drive back home. But sometimes I would spend a little more time in the city and get to know the city. And, you know, it's such a vibrant, incredible city. And everybody, everybody I've run into has been very welcoming. Well, next time you come here, a couple of uh, places you want to stop at that are off some some uh, ale stops, you can hit the Garfield Park Conservatory, which is right off the Central Park Green Line. Mm-hmm. Uh, the National Museum of Mexican Art is off the Damon Pink Line. Okay. The Uncle Remus, we just did an episode about uh, the famous uh, chicken joint out in Austin, is off the Central Green Line. And we'll send you this list of some great Chicago places uh, next time you're in the city. And, and hopefully that next time your wife can finally hear uh, the voice that the rest of us are so, so damn familiar with. Uh, Lee, I appreciate you making time for us. Thanks, Jacoby. Really appreciate it. Before I let you go, I got some good news. The Promontory in Hyde Park has got back-to-back weeks of storytelling on Thursdays. Tonight at 6 p.m., you can hit up grown folks' stories. You can put your name in the hat and tell your own story. And next Thursday at 6 p.m., doors open for karaoke storytellers. Trust me, these are two of the best shows in the city. And I ain't just saying that because I've hosted both of them. You can check the show notes for ticket links. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Make sure you're reading along with our website at chicago.citycast.fm. And while you're there, subscribe to our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago. We'll be back bright and early tomorrow looking back on some of the big stories from the week. I'll talk to you then. Peace.